That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Yeah, yeah. When when I think about it, when I think about us doing it, it just don't sound right. But now, now that when yeah. I first thought about it, now now it makes sense. Is that kids are around water and boats, and mm-hmm. I remember a couple of the guys in high school. We would go to their house and we'd get on their boat and drive around. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We're co-hosts. I'm Peter Billman. I'm Cecil Davis. Hey, and we're just trying to have a conversation without Googling or fact-checking. We're just talking about some of the experiences that we've had, some of the things that we've observed, some of the things that we've heard. And Cecil's range of experiences are much different than mine. However, I have found that they largely intersect. (laughs) (laughs) It's a large overlap. Our diversity is not as great as you might think. There's a large overlap. (laughs) The, um, yeah, and just uh, trying to talk through some um, things that we find interesting. We always try to say on brand with what doesn't sound uh, right. And so tonight we're talking about boats, Specifically, boat owners, um, and we're going to start out with just a story about a, uh, a, something I saw this spring, this early summer, uh, down at at the coast. But my my whole point about this is that I, I'm not sure that everybody that owns a boat knows how to operate back, operate and and launch a boat properly. And that really doesn't sound right because you think if you're spending this much money right. on a boat. There's going to be some level of education, some level of training, yeah. some no- level of knowledge about how to operate the boat, how to care for the boat, yep. how to launch the boat, how to take the boat out of the water, yep. how to tie up the boat. Right. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. So <laughs> how to maintain the boat. I was, uh, I saw, this is just, um, this is probably, you know, I'll get the, I'll, I'll get the, this was probably a 16-foot boat, I would say. All right. So a fairly sizable boat. It had a, a stand-up console in the middle, and it had... Um, oh, so it was a, a center console? Center console Okay. Boat. And so it was, a, you know, it was for being on the river, fairly shallow bottom. And you, you sent me a picture of this. I did. I did. And so uh, this boat was tied off on the river on a dock, and um, everybody went to bed that night, and the next morning, or that early that morning, it started raining because there was a hurricane coming in, and it rained most of the night. And I didn't realize this, but there's a, there's several things here that I am not a boat guy. I don't own a boat. I have never owned a boat. Not not a big boat. But there's several things that um, that I, I now realize. The back of the boat is built to drain. So if you ever look in the back of a boat, mm-hmm. the, the stern, yeah, yeah, they're kind of the stern is lower, mm-hmm. and so if the boat fills with water, it drains out of the back of the stern. That's one thing. Okay. There's also pumps, right, on a boat. Yes. And so, like if um, 
if the boat fills with water, you have, can have automatic bilge pumps that come mm-hmm. on and pump the water out, right. or you can leave pumps pumping. Or yeah, okay, so that keeps the water out of the boat. And you, boat. You want those? You want the bilge pump working? Yes, you want that working. And then boats are built to float. Right. I mean, it's hard. To, it's really hard to sink a boat because there's compartments built into most boats that provide extra buoyancy. Mm-hmm. You know, like up near the the. Uh, the bow, there's there's compartments built that allow the boat to, to stay afloat. Well, some boats, that void between where you stand mm-hmm. and the hull yeah. is filled with foam. Yeah. I mean, they're really designed the to The Boston float. Whaler is what they're known for. Right. Yeah, yeah. So this was like a Boston Whaler. That is that kind of, that shape of a boat. I, I see the picture. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. But it was not a Boston it's Whaler. It's not a Boston Whaler. But it's, uh, it's that it's shape. Sank. Yeah, it's that, it's that shape of a boat. Uh, it was a nice boat. Um, but anyways, so uh, we were on a river in eastern North Carolina, which, which I'll remain nameless at this point. Um, it no, was we, really flooded, though, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. I'm so looking at the picture. It rains that night, and he's got the boat tied off to the dock. He's got it tied off to a kayak lift. Yeah, I see that. I was wondering yeah. what these aluminum poles are. It's yeah, a kayak lift. It's a kayak lift. He's got it tied off to that. Well, that river, this particular river, is a tidal river. And so it... It drops mm-hmm. at night, or with the tide, well, obviously. Yeah, depends yeah. On so the rains come, the tide goes out, the boat's tied off really tight, mm-hmm. so when it goes down, part of the boat stays... Well, uh, one side of the tide stays, yeah, tied right, up. Yeah, and the other one goes down, and so what happens is it just floods it with water. It, floods it, tips, the, it tips over, floods tips it. Tips over, floods the whole thing, and so at some point as the tide comes back in, now the boat is completely... Underwater. Well, in this it's, picture, it's on its side. Yeah, and it's, it's floating, so it's not resting on the bottom. Right. But it's, it's still floating, but it's submerged. The, in the picture you have, one side of it's out of the water. Yeah, it's tilted what's over. he doing there? Uh, that's just where it first went down. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, so now this guy's boat has sunk, yeah. which makes me realize you've got to know a little bit about Like, you've got to know how to tie a boat off. Especially on a tidal river, right? So it will go up and down with. You gotta give enough slack, right? And like, if you look at a dock, even docks are built to rise and fall. Well, some um, of them are. some of them are, not all of them are. But the like this one isn't. No, uh, but I, no, I think that one might have been. I, I can't remember. Yeah, no, it's it's bolted to the it's bolted. It's bolted to yeah. the pilings. So you have to know that in order. So this guy, this boat was sunk. He might have thought his his pier floated. Maybe he did. If he, if this, because if the pier floated, mm. this would not have been a problem. But it goes back to you've got to know. But you need to know. You got to know what you're doing at that point. So, uh, this boat did get salvaged. Um, so over a couple hours, they yeah. got the boat back up. When they got one of the edges back up, the transom drains kicked in, and then they were able to to build to bail it out. Uh, okay, finish right. bailing it out. <laughs> but that made me realize you've got to know a little bit. About boats, and so there's a lot of these videos out there now of just people like video and other people doing doing things on boats they shouldn't do, like speeding through no wake zones, or backing the trailer in to the you know off the ramp and and uh, backing the whole trailer in and leaving the trailer in the water and driving off with the trailer in the water. Boat still attached oh, yeah. to it. Well, I mean, you know, backing a trailer, boat or not, mm-hmm. is something you need to learn. I cannot back a trailer. Can you not? So no. what, what do you do? 
Well, I don't have the boat or trailer. <laughs> okay. So if you ever ask me to borrow my trailer, oh no, I should tell you no. No, I'm going to ask, can you come with me in your trailer? Absolutely. All right. <laughs> can we'll you drive it. it? We can do that. We yeah, can do yeah. that. I, I used a trailer here one time on my truck uh-huh. and immediately damaged my truck. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I do not. I am not experienced with a trailer. But, yeah, I mean, so you've seen, yeah, you've got to know how to back the trailer. And then you've got a boat on top of it that you've got to back into water. Yeah. You've got to know what you're doing. Now, here's something that won't sound right to you. Mm-hmm. So I grew up in Annapolis, Maryland. Yeah. Boating capital of the East Coast, if not the country. Mm-hmm. And one of the one of the curriculum for an elementary school, I can't remember. It was four, it was either fourth, fifth, or sixth grade because I was in. I remember the classroom I was in. So it was either fourth, fifth, or sixth grade. They taught us boating safety, really? and we got certified as from the Maryland Department of Natural Resources as safe boating operators. You and it your was, certificate, and it was no joke. Yeah, it was no joke. We took the test. Mm-hmm. We read the books. We talked about it. it yeah, do you I, still I, remember all that. Oh no, I don't remember. I don't, yeah. I don't remember any of that. Any of that. Huh. Well, I guess in an area like that, you would. It'd be like. Well, you know, you want kids who are probably living on the water mm-hmm. to know something about boating safety. Yeah. I mean, you, you talked about over. I mean, we, I remember we talked about. You know, you're coming straight on another boat. What do mm-hmm. you do? Right. You're going to overtake another boat. What do you do? You come across a sailboat. What do you do? Yeah, you're in a. And sailboat. there's certain things that you do. And yes, there's there's certain there's rules and of the road. Exactly. And so that's what some of these videos are. People not obeying that. And I've, it gets dangerous. Like okay. you, have you been? I've been on Norman before, Lake Norman, which is a, a lake near where we live, big uh-huh. lake, recreational lake. So a power lake, like I think one of the power companies here uses it for yeah. cooling. Uh, and, you know, we'll be pulling somebody behind the, a boat, and another boat will get right behind us. Oh, wow. Which is a, which is a no. huge breach of protocol. Yeah. Because if anything happens to somebody, you're either your skier or the people on the, on the tube, the other boat's not going to have time to, to react. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. And people do stupid things like that. Mm. Yeah, that's cool that y'all learned how to do it as a kid. Yeah, yeah. When I think about it, when yeah. I think about us doing it, it just don't sound right. But now, now that when yeah. I first thought about it, now now it makes sense. Is that kids are around water and boats? And mm-hmm. I remember a couple of the guys in high school. We would go to their house and we'd get on their boat and drive around in the uh, in the in the coves and on the mm-hmm. bay and mm-hmm. yeah. And then my dad owned a boat. Oh really? Yeah. What kind of boat? It was a uh, like a seventeen foot, eighteen foot open bow, deep V, good good for cutting through the big waves on the on the bay. Unfortunately, my uh, my brother got get, gets deathly mm. motion sick mm. on this boat. Got we probably took it out twice. <laughs> <laughs> and so that comes to you've probably heard this: the two best days of a boat owner's life. Have you heard this? Yes. And the day they buy it, and the day they sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was I think that was true for my dad. Well, it's the other thing. It's like you know, if you have a boat, you've got to have a place to put it. Right. You got to maintain it, mm-hmm. and then if you you know if you go use it, you've got to go get it from wherever it's at, or if it's a marina, they put it in the yeah. And just fueling one up, you've got to know what you're doing. Like you got to know where to go. Like does, you don't dump. Does you, it make you want to go buy a boat? No. I tell you what, uh, I don't. Uh, if you I don't know if you y'all remember, uh, but episode thirty six, we talked about the Great Loop. 
Yeah. Remember that episode? And then if, if y'all haven't listened to it yet, if you don't have, if you haven't received the, I've listened to all the episodes, rubber duck <laughs> yet, um, I encourage you to start going through it. It's probably a mere 30 hours of content we have out there now, but episode 36 is the great loop. And we talk about the ability to circumnavigate the East Coast by water. Yeah. That you can start at the tip of Florida, go up the East Coast, cut across the Great Lakes, cut across some rivers and canals, make your way to the Mississippi River, come on back down, exit the Mississippi River into the Gulf, end up back in Florida. Back where you're starting. And that would be fine with doing something like that because then I could sell the boat after we were done. Well, yeah, but I'm t- you want to talk about knowing something about a boat. Mm. You really need to know something about navigation. Oh, yeah. You need to know something about reading the water during storms and oh, wind. Yeah. Well, in the draft of your boat too, because that the the Great Loop gets shallow. Yeah, you had there. Yeah, you have to know exactly how deep your boat is running. Yeah, uh, it's always amazing, also that really experienced boaters mm. they know how to read the tides. They know what the tides are going to do yeah. to the currents. They know how to compensate for that, and then you get into sailboating, uh, and that's just a that's, whole other level. That's a whole other level because you've got. The wind, sometimes you got the wind blowing one direction, you right. got the tidal current going in another direction, you gotta compensate for that. And then take it up at the next level, now mm. you're racing. Now you have to put all that together and figure out how to go fast <laughs> fast. And you have to figure out how to block the wind or yeah. the path of the other racers. Yeah. I mean, that is next level stuff. I yeah, I like and that's what I'm saying. I think you've got you've got people that buy a boat because they want to have a boat and they know nothing about it. And those are the people that they're fun to watch. They're, yeah, they're fun <laughs> to watch. They end up on Instagram. There's videos of them. Right, right. But then you have boaters that, like you said, have gone through the courses. Yeah. Know what to do. Know, they spend a lot of time on their boat. Well, that's the other thing. Is right. That's the other thing about a boat is that you really don't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah. For the most part, right? If, you don't, mm-hmm. if you're not living on the water or if your boat is not mm-hmm. tied up at the water, mm-hmm. it is a monumental task to go drive to the water, launch your boat. So how often do you do it? Two, three times a year? Yeah. How long, I mean, that's not really enough time to become an expert at that. I mean, look, we've been doing this podcast for 101 episodes, and we're still figuring things out. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That, so we live, we live what, three hours from the coast? Three and a half hours? Yeah, yeah. I mean, not at with best. A, not with a boat. True. Yeah, it'll take longer. But, but at best, we're three and a half. Yeah, hours. Right, we're, right. We're not on the coast right. where we live. No, right. But have you seen in our neighborhood? There's a. Uh, it's the yacht that the guy who rebuilds the sailboats. No, you told me about this. I have not seen this. What he, is it? He rebuilds big sailboats in our neighborhood. Like I bet they're twenty five feet or more. Really? Mm-hmm. In his front, in his backyard. In his front yard. And he's got a little thing that says our neighborhood's name, Yacht yeah. Club. No kidding. About it, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, you know, I don't know how he got into it this far inland, because these aren't like lake boats. No, I mean these are these are these are big ocean, sailing boats, ocean-going yeah. boats. Yeah, I used to think I wanted like a big sailing boat. Yeah, when I was a kid. How big? Like, um, like twenty-five feet. Or All right, right. something. Yeah, okay. like, yeah, but ocean-going. But I was not. I grew up in Cary, as we've determined. That's right. Now, yeah, don't be, yeah, so yeah. don't don't start making us yeah. believe you lived You're on the coast, coast now. That's right, right. That yeah. you were a coastal farmer. Yeah, no, I was, <laughs> but I did. There was like this streak where I was like, oh, that look. I think it just, I read an article on it, like, that looked cool. 
Um, Something I wish I wish I had done in Annapolis was gotten yeah. into racing catamarans. Oh yeah, I think that would have been a blast. Yeah, when we were at the coast with my family when I was in the high school, we rented. I think we are down. I'm pretty sure we're on the Gulf Coast, so mm. it's not the winds aren't as as fierce, but they, mm. they can get bad. But you can have pretty calm days or light wind days. And uh, dad decided we're going to rent a catamaran and get mm. a quick lesson. Mm. And we rented a catamaran and we took it out in the Gulf mm. and had the greatest time. Now, did you have power? No. Only sail? Only sail. So you had to get out and back yep. under wind power. That's right. That was right. We did. And it, one of the wow. one of the coolest things, though, was, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was down in, it was down in the Pensacola area because mm. some, some, some naval aviators came, mm-hmm. um, and but they, you know, they obviously had some na- na- naval <laughs> training, right? In the navy. So they get, but they they rent the same catamaran that we yeah. rent rented, uh, and they they turn that thing, uh, they lean back, they hit the sail just the right, and it pops up onto one pontoon, uh, yeah. and they take off. Right, right. It, that was the coolest thing to but, see. But you had to come back under wind power. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, the wind was pretty, mm. it was light, so mm. we weren't going to get blown out to sea, mm. and we and we knew how to tack. Okay. We knew how to quarter the wind and get back against the wind if we had to. Because it's one thing to dock a boat using a motor. Yeah. But it's another thing to do it under wind power. Yeah, yeah, but remember, we do, we pulled up onto the beach. We didn't okay. come onto a dock. Right, okay. We came up onto the beach. Right. Okay. So we just had to drive straight into the straight sand. Straight into the sand. Okay. <laughs> that, yeah, I was like, man, I can't imagine no, 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 negotiating no. that thing. But think about, think about the old sailing vessels before they yeah. had under power. I mean, that's how they got around. Yeah. They were able to negotiate their big sailing ships at the harbors mm-hmm. under wind power. Now imagine sometimes they had tugboats. Right, right, old tenders that came along. Yeah, with you know, with oars and they would yeah. row them around some, but still. So I, I've been watching this IG this Instagram channel that all they do is they film this one channel up I think I said this at the top of the show, that uh, of people coming through this channel um, and it's rough. Okay. And it's like I guess it's right where it empties into a bay or something. Right. It's rough right there, but there's houses and so this guy just sits there and films boats coming through this channel uh-huh. and like people falling off and all these like <laughs> breaches of protocol when they're going by each other and um, you know people losing control of the boats and all this kind of stuff. Just and these look like boating people. I mean, right. but still they they can't handle this one little spot. This, this I need to figure out where it's this at. This inlet. Yeah, this little inlet because it just gets pretty rough in all right. spot. All right. Yeah. I remember going through an inlet with my uncle down in down in Pensacola. He would always say, "Okay, hang on, this this could get pretty rough." Really? I don't remember being exceptionally rough, but mm. he would say, "Yeah, because the because just the amount of water pushing through the current during the yeah. tides, right? It, the water just starts the water starts moving." I, I, I was watching it one day, and the, a girl got thrown overboard, and they like had to rescue her. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, I mean it's, it's heavy. That's bad. Stuff. Heavy, heavy. Day. And and there's also like a IG channel that. All they do is record people trying to dock boats in Miami. Okay. And lots of people that don't know how to do it, and they either hit other people's boats or they... IG channel. You mean Instagram channel. Instagram, okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's just an Instagram that reel. Wasn't in our, that wasn't our slang. Our slang. When, That's my when, slang. When Emily and Emma were out here, so... Well, I've essentially given up TV. What's that? Like, at night, I would sit down and watch TV. Yeah. Now I just sit down and watch... Instagram just channels? Just Yeah, these channels on Instagram that... Are you on TikTok yet? I'm not on TikTok. 
Should we be doing videos for for this? For, no, for an Instagram channel. Should we have an Instagram channel? Well, I did the ones for the hat. Okay. I did the ones with Camille where you about how to do the hat. <laughs> okay, I've been one of them got a hundred views. A hundred views? Yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Now, is there a link to the the podcast in the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it looks right. bad. It was on the TDSR okay, Instagram right. channel. Okay. Yeah. Well, right. our daughters have said your daughters said that we should have a TikTok channel. TikTok, right, right. Well, no, I've said that. You said that. She they, said probably they, not. They would know it's not. Well, it's I still just, think we could. It's just like boating. Yeah, I guess you have to know what you're doing. Yeah, but there's a little a little less at stake with a TikTok channel. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something today about it. It's like you know your first podcast is going to be bad, but do it anyway. Okay. I think it's the same thing. Like with boating. first podcast episode or the first podcast, <laughs> the whole thing, whole hundred episodes. <laughs> But you have to learn somewhere with these boats. Yeah. And so I guess you have a friend. And some people don't learn. I think some people must have friends. Oh, yeah. Or they grow up. Yeah. The Coast Guard has courses. Right. I, I had one in my elementary right. school. And then I don't know who teaches. I think backing a trailer is just a talent that you're born with. There, are, I mean, uh, there are tricks to that, too, yeah. which I could teach you. Oh, well, good. I could, teach you, I could teach you the tricks of the trade. The, uh, I mean, I know the basics of it. And I've never backed with a... Uh, I've come straight out with a trailer before. I've that's, pulled boats out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's when somebody's saying, you drive straight out. <laughs> Do not look to the left or the right. <laughs> so, I saw a guy who um, like, was able to run his boat up into like the back of a van. He had a van. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. 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 There's some people who get fancy with that kind of stuff. So, so my father-in-law, mm-hmm. he has a bass boat. Mm-hmm. And bef- before they lived on the lake, we would take it, we would trailer it to the lake. Yeah. And I knew I was okay with my father-in-law mm-hmm. when he let me back his boat oh, into wow. the lake right next to a dock. Nice. How'd you do? I did fine. Yeah. I did fine. But you're a professional driver. Well, also. it's still, I, you know, you gotta worry. It's still different backing into a lake. <laughs> yeah. Well, and backing right. your father-in-law's boat. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. There's just there's you don't want to mess up. There's some additional pressure yeah. there. Well, there's also everybody at the at the boat launch watching. No, oh, yeah, they get you do have an audience. Yeah. Everybody's standing around hoping right. that they're somebody. They're waiting. They're waiting for hoping you. that somebody. Come on, up. dump that in. Yep. yep. Drive it in, boy. <laughs> yeah. There's you have a whole crowd. I, I was not entertaining. Yeah. Well, that's good. You don't, right. you don't I don't want, want to be entertaining with my father or his car. Well, um, it doesn't sound right, but I think you've come to the end of another episode of That Don't Sound Right. Well, hey, before we close, we want to thank again everyone for listening. This is episode 101. We can't imagine where the time's gone, but soon we'll be here upon episode 104. Two years of recording. Hey, if this is your first time listening and you enjoyed the conversation, would you consider hitting the subscribe button on the platform in which you're listening? Also, consider giving us a rating or leaving us a review. Also, our advertiser is Wonderfully Made Designs, a small business specializing in custom-made T-shirts and decals. Contact Casey at Facebook at Wonderfully Made Designs 139.14. Use your code TSR10 for 10% off your first order, and I will try to get some pictures of the shirt she did for us up on, on the IG. The IG, nice. On the Instagram account. <laughs> All right. So, uh, That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Camel City Studios. I am your co-host and sound engineer, Cecil. 
Peter does our web design and is our other host. Our barista is Camille. Emily is a graphic designer. Hope everything's going well at school. Uh, Ella is in charge of Instagram. And I want to say, you know, I noticed that I think Pat, our friend in Uganda, listens every week just from the stats that we get. It's got to so, be. Yeah. So, Pat, hello. Hey, Hope you're doing Pat. well. Hope everything's great. Thank you for listening. Uh, Giorgio tests our merchandise. Uh, Brent is our international brand ambassador. And as always, listener number one is Scott. Scott. So until next week, keep talking. And stay curious. Yeah.